everybody already know that there's so many uh, hidden brain, hidden great ideas, mm. hidden mind behind all of these biases, these hurdles, these glass ceilings and what have you. But one, people need to be reminded over and over. Yeah. And two, uh, some people are actually betting on us to stop talking, stop fighting, so that we could go back to the status quo. But no, I'm 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 gonna be that other voice that will that will keep ringing in your ears saying that women and minorities ideas needs to be heard fear stops us from achieving our true greatness are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck unmotivated or burned out are you worried about your wellness are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals if you answered yes to any or all of these then this is the podcast for you Dr. Charmaine Gregory, Night Shift Emergency Physician, Burnout Thriver and Wellness Champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there, there. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G and we are back for another exciting episode of Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. And today we have a very special guest. Her name is Rebecca and she is gonna tell you all about all of the amazing things that she's doing <laughs> and who she is. Take it away, Rebecca. Hi everyone, my name is Rebecca. I'm an Indonesian that moved to England right in the middle of the pandemic due to a financial hit um, that, that hit our family of five because Indonesia became the epicenter of coronavirus. So after China, then India, and then they all got it sorted and Indonesia didn't. So by July, 2020, we became the epicenter. Oh boy. And it was just, and my husband lost his job um, only at two days notice. And oh my it gosh. was, yeah. And it was just crazy. And I just given birth to our third. So when we moved, uh, when we decided to move to England, we knew that we would be entering poverty from a, an upper middle class household in Indonesia, plus the fact that I was there um, with a large community. You know, it takes a village and I had my village. Right. Um, and we had to move to England because my, hat, my husband, who's British, uh, had to be repatriated <laughs> right sure back to his homeland after 20 years in asia uh back to his homeland um but unemployed in the pandemic so nobody uh, would even wanted uh or was willing to give us the um tenancy uh to rent a, a, a property an apartment or oh, a house. Wow. Yes, because of the timing. No, because of the timing we or were, what? No, because we were unemployed. The status was oh, uh, we I were see unemployed. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Despite us from the get-go saying because we sold everything right. that we owned. Um so we came back um to England and said we can pay you six months in advance. Right. Um, but just give us your property for us to live in and right. rent, mm -hmm. but no. So that was, that was my first, um, interaction, 
being someone that is officially economically uh, by law <laughs> considered mm-hmm. in po- in poverty. And I had wow. never experienced that in my life because even though I came from the third world, I came from a middle class uh, family. So I, I keep telling everyone, if I didn't have my faith, mm-hmm. I would have I gone crazy because I never even used to cut my own nails let alone scrub my own toilet. <laughs> right, right, right. So it was um, literally the rug was pulled under our feet. Um, and we actually got, so this house where I'm at right now um, belongs to uh, the one landlord who I always uh, refer to as an angel because she was the only the only one that you know what just move in you know uh this is my own house it's not like a i'm not a property developer or anything but i see that you're in hardship yeah well i mean the fact that you're it's not like you're you know it's 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 very different when you're like having a situation and you don't have the, I mean, you coming with advanced payment, which is a part that I find interesting, right? Because, you know, yes, most of the time the it is right. Most of the time it's like, yes, I get it. You're not. Yeah. But if you just transpositioned to a new place, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. oftentimes are not going to have the job, right? Like, so for them to like expect that, you know, is a little, is a little interesting. I mean, I get why, but it's just, it's, it's interesting. Oh, yeah. And then in, and, and if you didn't have the six months in advance, then yes, I could see that being very difficult to kind of work with, but you had that. So, yeah. yeah so this is, uh, yeah, I just don't understand. So this why. is, this is the, the, so the first, um, the first encounter, uh, to poverty, um, which, of course, I uh, because I lived in the third world, um, I have seen poverty, like actual poverty with my own eyes. I've seen it, I've touched it. I've uh, worked together with a lot of charities for it. But to experience the stigma, the people looking down on you, mm-hmm. the assumption that if you're unemployed currently, despite actually half of the world is right. <laughs> is this struggling. Is, not a, is not a solo uh, experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> despite this is actually the, the, uh, the common, um, uh, the common, um, what do you call it? The common um, scenery <laughs> to see yes. people yes. Uh, being furloughed, being um, mm-hmm. made redundant and so on. Um, the stigma of, well, you're unemployed on paper. Therefore, you must not be a good person or trustworthy. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? That is that is the subject. That is that's of, what I think. That's true. Yeah. And to a point, so when uh, I saw that this property uh, uh, was listed, my husband said, um, you know what? Let's come and meet with, uh, with the landlord. Sure. And show our faces to see that we're actually, we scrub up nice. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, we're not some, um, you know, you know how people do judge uh, other people by, uh, by, by their look. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. So we're like, okay, because on paper, we don't look so good. Right. Uh, but because, um, and I, I heard this term yesterday on, on Instagram, um, broke bougie. Yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> so we, that, that was us. We were broke bougie. We still had our, you know, our cool clothes and we still had our uh, haircut, um, because it was still uh, at the start of the pandemic. So the hair was not yet. 
like a castaway. <laughs> right, right, right. So we're like, let's present ourselves. Let's show them and 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 present our three beautiful children that actually they don't look like um, you know those come out of uh, fresh off the boat. Because I tell you, as an immigrant, mm-hmm. we we hear that term, right? The fresh out of the boat immigrant. Mm-hmm. And we were on paper, literally fresh off the boat. It was fresh off the, the plane, but right, still. right. No, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're like, we showed up um, here at our door and say, hi. Look at us. We're normal people. We promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're gonna. We're not gonna burn down your house. Just give us a chance. Uh, and that was the first person to give us a chance. And um, I immediately had uh, an an empathy, a built-in empathy um, for those who are in hardship and on a brink of homelessness mm-hmm. and I couldn't even believe when I landed here in England that there are actual homeless white people oh to that's me, so funny <laughs> to me that is like what is wrong with this picture oh that's hilarious wow there I know <laughs> Like, look at me, I'm full of color. And there you are with all your whiteness and your able-bodiedness and you're homeless. Wait, what's wrong? Um, and uh, my husband did get to talk uh, uh, with, uh, with one of them. And, you know, you know they, they like sharing stories for, for people who are really uh, listening and yeah, of course. Uh, some of them are veterans. Oh, okay. Even more. Um, yeah, that's heartbreaking. For me, yes. Yeah. Because you um, give you give your service, and then you're, you know, yeah. That that's uh, unfortunately that's something that's also a phenomenon in the United States. Yes. So. So my, so so me, uh, being embedded in in a first world country was my experience experiencing in uh, living in poverty uh, was another thing. And I don't know if in the US there is this, um, a welfare check. Is that, is that correct? Um, yeah, they have, they have public assistance, yes, for people who qualify. Yes, yes. So we had to apply for public assistance. We were on food stamp. Hey, there's a, there are a lot of people I know who, you know, they had a moment where they had to do that and they bounced right back. I mean, theoretically, um, the program was established for that purpose, for people who absolutely have no, no way upward, but also for those who have a moment where they may be down and need a boost. So I think that's fine. <laughs> I absolutely feel that. There's no shame, no shade in that. But again, you know, everything is new. Everything right, was new right, for, right. For, for me. In Indonesia, there's no welfare check, first of all. Right, right? I know. It's either you, you have the money or you it, don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah totally if you're hungry, you die, period. <laughs> right. Is it, essentially. Um, so so this, this whole new realm, um, I was like dropped into a, uh, a video game with new rules, new characters and, and mm-hmm. whatnot and how to navigate. And, and I tell you another thing, I didn't even have the right visa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the home office was closed. Oh, the okay. yes, 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 that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So one would argue that one came into this country illegally. Oh, isn't that like the the touchiest subject these days. Yeah, people get people get kind of funny about that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, ooh, Rebecca is undocumented and, and all of that. And uh, again, I came here literally because we begged to the British embassy um, in Indonesia saying that, look, my husband and my three children are British. They will be repatriated without me. If you're not mm-hmm. letting me in, 
and my baby is still being breastfed. <laughs> so do you want to take that over? Um, so, and here's the key. We were in touch with an immigration lawyer as well, even before we, uh, we moved out of Indonesia, because we wanted to know uh, if I'm going to be refused entry at the border. Sure, yeah, I had to know that ahead of time. Uh, yeah, and, and this is not a border like US and Mexico. This is a, a, a half of the globe. <laughs> yeah, travel. yeah, yeah. So if I'm turned away, I will have to fly for 20 hours back. Um, so, and the, uh, the immigration lawyer um, uh, who's English said that, no, no, who would separate babies from their mothers? Uh, we people do it. People. It happens all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's constantly happening. It is the yeah. reality. No, no, no. We don't do that in England. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know that um, that the UK is uh, is nicer in that in that sense, and a lot <laughs> nicer in that sense because I've seen babies separated, caged in in, in borders in the United uh -huh. States, and I was like, yeah. I thought it was going to be my reality, but then if if the so so the lawyer uh, reassured me, and the embassy also reassured me, but I said okay. You can come in without a visa because nobody is issuing anything. This, right. Everything is on lockdown. A special circumstance there. Yes. Yes. But then, but you have to pack your bag, fly in a week's time. Oh, wow. But so you guys are ready to go so, anyway, right? Uh, mentally, yes. But, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we okay. have to pack an entire, you know, 10 years of, of, of household. And yes. Uh, yes. With, a, with a baby still hanging on my chest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we 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 got there, and at this at this point, you can imagine how um, there was no PCR test, fit to fly test. Nobody knew who was uh, to wear the mask. Is it the healthy? Right. Is, this, is yeah. it the ill? People still think that the kids are the super spreader of germs. Right. Uh, and I had three of them. Right. And no uh, airlines stopped flying. So how are we going to, we, we cannot go to England on foot. <laughs> so, oh, no. so the whole thing was, was, was crazy. But I tell you one thing. The fact that I can move my family of five with kids age seven, three and zero mm -hmm. um, within a week people should hire me as a project manager <laughs> indeed indeed yes that's quite the quite the feat for sure yeah so yeah and and I used to joke about that but then if I fast forward to today exactly two years um, after we moved um and now that we are standing on our two feet, um, surviving, um, now the next step is thriving. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I can see that, wow, women, especially mothers, have all the critical transferable skills mm -hmm. for the workforce who... Who wouldn't want a project manager like moms who, right. can, who, can, who can schedule mm -hmm. everything and everybody right to the minute, budget everything, right? And feed everybody, bathe everybody. Uh, and that takes military position. Yes, it does. Right. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, because, because this is what the military uh, doesn't have. They don't have to um, deal with tantrums. <laughs> well, they know how to. It's, they, they, they do, but they have a methodology for doing it. <laughs> yeah. 
but I mean, you can't just, you know, tell a baby to, okay, drop five. That's correct. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you just wet your pants. Right. Yes. <laughs> drop five. So, so that's what I mean. So, so this is like, um, so all of that uh, made me realize how, oh my gosh, the great resignation. Well, before the great resignation, there was the great dropout of mums from the workforce, mm-hmm. myself included. I was not fired from my job at all, but I had to quit my job because we had to, we didn't have that village um, to help us um, raise the, the, the young family here in England. Plus there's, uh, even if we could afford a nanny, um, nobody can, can, can mix households, right? Correct, yeah. Yes, so I had to quit my job so that I can take care of the family. So even, my, even when my husband and I are fully on, on the kids, we're still outnumbered. Of course, yes. So You're playing so, uh, zone defense at this point. <laughs> yeah, so literally all hands on deck. And um, I remember cooking um, while my baby's on on my chest, actively suckling, and <laughs> and my son, uh, who at the time was uh, three, screaming from the toilet, saying, "I'm done pooping. Wash yeah, yeah. my bottom, please." Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so all that chaos. Um, so I had to quit my job. So that's even, uh, so that brought us even further down to, to poverty. So after a year, uh, my husband finally gained employment. Um, and that was even, uh, so he got the job within months after we, we moved here. But because of the pandemic, the company said, you know what, we are on hiring freeze okay you're qualified but we are on a hiring freeze we don't know we don't know and nobody knows uh, when this is gonna restart the economy is gonna restart so yeah okay so um it, it turns out to be a year later that he started the employment um and we're like okay cool and only um, a couple of months after he got his employment, so in total a year after I landed, that I finally got my visa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, during me not having the, the, the correct visa, I could not even volunteer. Really? Legally, yeah. So I checked because I was... I was crazy. I, I, I wanted, you know, I wanted to do something with my life other than just um, being a mom. Yes. Um, and I wanted to volunteer. And it says, uh, as a tourist, at the time, my, my status was a tourist. Right. One can only volunteer not more than 30 days. I was there for a year. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So I could not even volunteer. And uh, that breaks my heart because strategically as well, for, for someone to, to, to come into a different, uh, a new culture, a, diff- mm-hmm. a new community, what would be a better way than to start with volunteering, right? To get to know people, mm-hmm. to get to know the culture, um, uh, and the subculture, because uh, where I live here in Southampton, um, even my kids go to school with uh, kids from 50 different nationalities. I believe it. It's a very, yes, it's a very multicultural, um, because it's a, it's a port town. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and of course, before Brexit, uh, this country used to have a lot of uh, European countries, um, nationals uh, coming and working here. Sure. So, yeah, plus all the uh, refugees and, and all that. Um, so 
yeah, I wanted, I wanted to blend. Basically, I have neighbors from Turkey, from Greece, from Iran, Afghanistan. Um, that's just, just that's just my street, right? Um, which is beautiful. Um, but then I couldn't. Uh, it wasn't even legal for me to to volunteer. And it just it drove me nuts. And as soon as I got my visa, I was like, hallelujah, literally. <laughs> um, so I did. And I started applying for jobs and whatnot. And I got uh, to a point that my friend joked that my job was to get interviewed for jobs. So I got a lot of interviews lined up. Okay. Uh, and so that means on paper, I must be so good. And I know I'm so good. Mm-hmm. But why I only got to the point of interviews and that's it. I realized the subtext was, Rebecca, you're a mom of three. Do you think you have the time and focus and energy to work for us oh is that what it is interesting <laughs> yeah, hidden curriculum because yeah because they keep asking like how long does it take to commute and and so on so they they wouldn't legally you know say that oh you're not qualified because you're a mom <laughs> but how would they know you have children well that's a stupid thing of me i spoke oh okay all right yes okay Okay. I thought again this is me being so naive gotcha um yeah during the interview process so it's not that I put on cv that okay I okay (laughs) because I'm thinking to myself if you I mean because I'm like they're not supposed to ask you about your marital status or your children so that's why I was like how do they know (laughs) it's my own fault it's my own fault my own naivete and that I, um, that I didn't know, because in my culture, uh, even, even when you're speaking to strangers, like a, a taxi driver or, uh, you know, people waiting at the dentist, the first five minutes of the conversation, you would be family. exchanging stories of, yes, yeah, your family background, your story, your, your, your granddad just fell off the stairs and whatnot. Um, so for me during the interview, I just casually drop the bomb. Yeah, got it. <laughs> that backfired. <laughs> um, yeah, and and yeah, of course. Um, but then also it shows the 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 hard truth, the ugly truth about the dynamic of um, mothers and employment. Mm-hmm. Um, again, all of that. All of that experience, that 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 one and a half years of project managing, quarantine, well repatriation, then quarantine, then the whole the whole homeschooling mm-hmm. uh, drama, plus all of the rejection I I got, and this is from five star companies. Mm-hmm. Um, not a Mickey Mouse operation. So they should have known better, not in the legal aspect, but they should have seen that, yes, it's all right. Parents can have a very good career too. Um, That made me realize that the barrier uh, to, to thrive, as an immigrant, as a woman, as a person of color, as a newbie, you know, um, because maybe you're quote unquote the right type of color, but you're a newbie in that area. That is another challenge. So um, all of that um, algorithm, if you will, actually set me up to fail mm-hmm. but I refused I said to myself you know what do not 
waste a crisis. Use this for growth. Mm -hmm. Yes, I couldn't go anywhere, couldn't volunteer, but what could I do? Oh, I could listen to audiobooks day in, day out. Mm -hmm. I could listen mm -hmm. to podcasts day in, day out. I think in over the course of a year, I read 60 titles. Um, and by, by read, I mean heard. No, I understand, <laughs> because I was with you. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, while you do the mopping and the, the whole yes, thing. Yes, you're listening to, um, I don't know, whatever. I'm listening to, <laughs> right. I'm listening to Hillary Clinton uh, telling me what happened in the 2016 mm -hmm. election, you know. So, um, so I kept that side of the brain working and um, by, by the time this pandemic is quote unquote over, my ax is sharpened and I'm ready to That's right. uh, basically mm -hmm. chop the tree and mm -hmm. build my own table because mm -hmm. nobody's gonna give me any seat Love it. at their table. I built my own table. So in February, I established my own company called Upgrading Women. Literally because I know that if you educate just one woman, you're educating her whole household, mm -hmm. her whole community, mm -hmm. and she will not even think twice before imparting those knowledge to the rest of, uh, uh, of her village and selflessly bringing everybody up. Yeah. So this is me thinking, you know what? I now have experienced, I have faced poverty right up my nose. And, and not only that I survive, I'm thriving. Um, to a point that I'm, I think I'm ready to write Beyonce a new lyric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a survivor. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so yeah, and I, it's like okay, everything that I know in my uh, background as a career communicator, uh, as a public speaker, as an author, all of this. You know what? I can build a training hub for women and minority anywhere in the world that has internet um, to, to learn how to present better, to solve problems, to strategize, and to be a better leader. Anyone can teach that, can teach you that. Anyone on YouTube and TikTok can teach you that. Topics. Sure. But I, but I have experienced it myself, um, the, the literal ups and downs of life, of career, of um, office politics, of being passed on for mm. who you are um, and being overlooked. I have experienced, uh, and this is back, uh, back in my country, and mm -hmm. it's, it's quite very much legal to do this. So I was pregnant and uh, there are at least two female uh, decision makers of my career that said, well, we can't, uh, you're up for promotion, but you cannot be promoted because obviously you're pregnant. At the so time, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I go, well, uh, and ironically, because of my pregnant brain, I didn't have the witty <laughs> oh, the response. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I was holding my belly and I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah. Um, at the time, I was already a department head. Mm -hmm. So it's a no brainer that. Um, For them, it's also a no-brainer to promote me. Right. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a conversation. But why did they have to bring up the fact that I'm pregnant? Like, what? So I was, I was speechless, and I, I am so angry at my old self that I was speechless at the time. Mm -hmm. 
but you know hindsight is always 2020 but what if yes but what if i tell my stories all of these hindsight that that can be a manual for the next generation of um of women and young mothers to then learn from it you know not to repeat my mistakes and you know how um when you're in an argument with someone and the day after oh i should have said that you know yeah of course uh, yeah. that 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 moment now i have that moment now oh i should have said this i should have said this and and then i thought you know what who's who's the best at saying that um what well, what you should and shouldn't do well a teacher mm-hmm. so that is what i will be so i founded upgrading women um and when people ask what i do i said i i teach women what do you teach women to do well i teach them to present themselves better to assert themselves better i teach them how to uh how to how to speak up their opinion and without being oops without being perceived okay. as as aggressive bitchy mm-hmm. you know how 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 we sound like in mm-hmm. um in a meeting room oh oh it's uh it's it's the it's uh it's the angry black woman speaking mm-hmm. they don't see the essence of our idea of our thesis all they care about is who's speaking yes you know so so that is why i'm um i'm building this is because listen no nobody will tell you everybody uh, who's teaching the same course of presentation will tell you this is a nice way to build a slide powerpoint presentation this is how you put your bullet points no i will tell you how to make people understand and really um buy into your idea despite Mm -hmm. who you are despite who you are that's the first thing because the first hurdle is this color this this gender this presentation of of your uh identity and and the status of your visa apparently (laughs) (laughs) as in who is she why does she have an accent so in this country i have an accent (laughs) right right yes (laughs) are you american um i got actual um ice cream truck lady that asked me if i'm american because i don't sound english Wow. So you, okay, the only <laughs> other place is America. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yes, the whole experience. Um, so I want to build the the hub, a safe place for uh, women and minority to then exchange experience and how they go about it, how to navigate um, this um, this divisive and dare I say, hateful world mm. um, to a point that I even suspect that we probably uh, would have cured cancer and other critical diseases a long time ago if only we hear enough diverse thoughts and perspectives and ideas. What do you think, Dr. G? Oh, absolutely. I think so. I think that there would be a lot less war too, but (laughs) (laughs) don't get started. But yeah. Hey, it's Dr. G. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five 
episodes ready to go. There's a done-for-you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind-the-scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. So we know that <laughs> so many ideas are not even given the time of the day just because the idea is coming from someone who don't look like the decision maker. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that is so true that is that is places. Oh yes. So that is what I I keep telling people I'm trying to save life here one PowerPoint presentation <laughs> at a time. <laughs> Because imagine that this, this little kid of color having this brilliant idea. But imagine if she is allowed to present her idea and be heard by mm -hmm. those who can invest on that idea and actually execute that idea and solve the world problems. Yeah. So absolutely, that is, that is what I'm doing right now. People are thinking that, Rebecca, you, you have children, your husband is working. Why are you doing this? What are, why are you up at 1 a.m. <laughs> doing a podcast? Right. <laughs> um, telling the world about your vision. Well, <laughs> because I know, I know how people need to hear people need to be told over and over what i'm telling everyone today is nothing new nothing everybody already know that there's so many uh, hidden brain hidden great ideas mm. hidden mind behind all of these biases these hurdles these glass ceilings and what have you but one people need to be reminded over and over yeah and, and two uh some people are actually betting on us to stop talking stop fighting so that we could go back to the status quo but no i'm 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 going to be that other voice that will, that will keep ringing in your ears saying that women and minorities ideas needs to be heard. But instead of only saying that, I also, here you are, I'm opening all of these course and the way I do my, uh, social enterprise is that for every paying client i'm opening another seat for a woman or a minority in hardship that can access the exact same quality of class for free so this is That's my awesome. version of yeah. yeah that this is my version Paid of forward. paying it forward mm -hmm. You know, this is also not a brand new idea. You know, Tom's shoes. If you buy oh, yeah. shoes Absolutely. from them, they will give a pair of shoes to, to another kid in, in poverty. This yes. is exactly what I'm doing. Because my business is, uh, is a B2B. As in, I go to companies and say, hey, you have a leaky pipeline of talent. You cannot, uh, you keep saying that, well, we cannot have, female top executive because even before these females became managers they resigned and because uh, and, and guess what they became moms well yeah because your work environment is not family friendly right. yeah uh so can you imagine so many great minds who happen to be 
um, moms, uh, they have to be forced out of the, uh, the workforce. So this is me saying that, um, call it a, an affirmative action, call it a reparation. But this is me opening a class and you're gonna pay for it from your budget, but only send your female and minority employees to my classroom. I'm giving them the leg up and I'm giving you a pipeline of primed talent that you can uh, recruit from within. So you will no longer have to face the problem of, well, we can't recruit women, we can't recruit people of color, we cannot recruit immigrants because they're just not great. Well, I'm making them great. So here you go. Right. <laughs> and it so happened that that idea came about, uh, the business idea came about when the great resignation. So now for the first time in the UK and US history, there are more job vacancies than the number of people oh, yeah, unemployed. To fill them, yeah. 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 And nobody, nobody's filling the jobs, yeah. Yeah, there are so many systemic problems as mm -hmm. to why. But if I can come in and say, right, I'm not going to promise, you know, all the perks or um, the pool table, the ping pong table. <laughs> not that it's not not that it's what we need anyway, but here it is. The learning and development aspect that you should provide to your female and minority employees I'm going to provide that and I'm going to show you that they are good problem solvers they just uh, they just need the opportunity to learn how to present it better yes. and um, and yeah how can us you know as women and and, and minority, um, have stronger presence in, in the boardroom if uh, we don't have the imposter syndrome. Yes, uh, that's a huge deal. Yes, absolutely. So that is what uh, my company is about. Okay. Really. So there had to be, um, along this road, there had to be some fear that you had to deal with. Were there oh, any yeah. fears? Did you have any fears? Oh yeah, that that aforementioned imposter syndrome, because of course people are gonna question, not uh, not verbally, but they're question, who are you? <laughs> who the hell are you coming uh, coming to our boardroom and 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 say that you're gonna teach our employees anything? What, what credentials do you have? You don't even come from this country. English is not even your first language, you know, um, and you're short. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, any, anything, anything can be, uh, but again, they wouldn't say all these words, but you know that they're, it's, it's, it's in their, in their mind. Mm -hmm. So, or maybe it's not, maybe it's just me projecting. Um, but I was so like, I don't have, um, an Ivy league education. I have a bachelor's degree, but it's from a third world country. So what does that even worth? You know, um, but then here's the kicker. I, uh, the way I overcome it was that I just attended either, vis um, either physically or virtually mm -hmm. as many conference, as many networking events, as many um, uh, courses that I could uh, afford attending. And there it was white privileged men 
being able to present mediocre <laughs> presentation and get away with it. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I know now I'm better. I can confirm without the certificate, without a PhD after my name, I can tell you not only that I have the skill to right. present better, I can teach more people to present better, better than these two white boys. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And I was even thinking, why do they need two, two men to do just the one presentation of a two hour um, course? I was like, what? Is this like, are they doing a Prince William, Prince Harry bit? Uh, because oh, one of them okay. is ginger. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. I see. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just, yeah. It's just me being cynical <laughs> because I was so disappointed. Like, what? They are born and bred British. English is their mother tongue. And yet they're presenting me with, you know, lame bullet point presentation. No, and they came from a, a highly respected PR company. Sure. PR yeah. company, yeah. come on! You know you're not just um, you know any 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 bloke down the road. So yeah, but I tell you, if I let my imposter syndrome even block me from attending events and network. I wouldn't know the reality that I'm actually not bad. I mm. don't have the credentials that people so, you know, so look um, forward to, to, to name drop. You know, mm -hmm. I'm from Harvard, Yale, Stanford, right, right. Oxford, Cam Cambridge, whatever you I'm from a country that people don't even know the location of, you know. People never even heard of our dish, for example. You know, Indonesia is, um, I don't know, 50 times larger than Thailand. But people have, have heard of Thai food. People never heard of Indonesian food. What would you... You can't even name one dish, you know. Uh, people don't know our version of Tom Yam soup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this country is not even heard of. Um, and, and yet, hey, I'm better than you because nobody ever let me get away from being mediocre. And if you can do that to me so many other women of color and minorities and even white immigrants from from europe mm -hmm. english is also not their mother tongue correct so people with accent mm -hmm. are already judged that oh you have an accent therefore you you're you're not worth our time mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting phenomenon. Wow. Yeah. No, that's uh so so the way that you have overcome your fear is by um building your strength in through personal development and getting out there and interacting so that you can see what is out there. And what mm. you learned is that you indeed have all of the tools necessary in order to be a top performer. So the imposter syndrome gets essentially squashed. Squashed, absolutely squashed. And when I spoke to, so, so in the journey, after I decided to establish my company, uh, in that journey, I therefore meet even more people, right? And mm -hmm. when I tell them my story about how, you know what, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that I'm actually quite all right until I got here. And, and I talked to um, uh, all of these people who happen to be white and male, uh, cis male. And it's so funny that some of their reaction, just the other day saying that, 
oh rebecca don't you worry as tell your friends if they want to get rid of their imposter syndrome just come to the uk it's easy oh wow <laughs> it's easy to, <laughs> it's easy to find out that you're better than us <laughs> wow and i just i was laughing because a i appreciate the um um self-deprecation humor that people have mm -hmm. here in england mm -hmm. and b um the only person that will have to grab you or, or push you into the first step uh overcoming your fear is yourself absolutely if i didn't make that decision to go around and introduce myself no matter how ridiculous i think i look in the eyes of these people and i even have a privilege that my name is rebecca not something that they couldn't even pronounce you know absolutely yeah um mm -hmm. is it's, it's uh that i consider that a privilege i check my privilege every day uh imagine if my name is something that ethnic sounding name mm -hmm. you know that's already another hurdle that's probably why um i even got to the door for my job interviews because my name is not something quote unquote funny mm -hmm. you know oh rebecca she must be white <laughs> you know and ta-da i'm not <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah uh what he said um was really even even if it was joking is it's really profound that show up show up keep showing up and the world will show you the path mm -hmm. you don't have to see the entire staircase take that first step take that first step you will see the more you uh um take that step the more you see what's on the other side on the other floor um and when you actually got there you will realize that you do belong in whatever capacity and therefore you will see where you come in you and your authentic self you and your unique experience unique um wisdom and knowledge whoever you are just go out there and check it out even That's if it. you even if the revelation is that the fact that um they don't need you in that particular space that still actually helps because that means oh okay if i'm not needed on this aspect or on this from this angle it means i better shift my focus on a different angle mm -hmm. but if you don't show up in the first place you will never ever know what you're capable of and why the world needs you as who you are i thought in order to thrive in the first world that i had to present a first world degree um certificate i asked my husband can i can i just apply for a master's degree in this country and he said for what just so that people open doors for me just so that i can tell them hey i'm qualified i i went to school here too you know that was my little um imposter syndrome voice saying that um I even begged my husband, can can I use uh, some of our life savings so that I can get a PhD? Why? He kept mm -hmm. saying. And of course, he's white, so he doesn't understand. <laughs> <It's trouble>. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, just so that people respect me more. Mm -hmm. And he said, look. I know you. I respect you because we met on a uh, on a uh, work conference, okay. actually. So, so he so he knew me at a professional um, uh, level first before personal. So it's like you're good. But then yeah, it's because you know me. 
well then get people to know you. Mm, that's good advice. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if he and I meet in a conference, so that is actually, that's my arena. Mm-hmm. So that's why I keep showing up in conferences. I went to London Tech Week. Um, I don't know how to code, but I show up in a tech week and I get to know all these people um, just to have conversation. Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and listen to the feedback that people have uh, about my, my business idea, about why I have this vision and so on. And, um, and I know that in, in the next five years down the line, what I want to do is to have a community of women everywhere in the world, no matter what country and currency and languages they speak about, um, to literally have this one, uh, maybe you would call it a social media for women um, to exchange um, their career advice, basically LinkedIn for women. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And because we, we're on a different game. We know that. We, we're on a different path, different route. Our path is, is full of obstacles and yeah, it's an obs- it's a jungle gym. It's not a track and field. It's a jungle mm-hmm. gym. Gotcha. You know? So yeah, that's, that's, that's my mission. That's my dream. That's if I, if I can overcome this fear, I want to help people overcome this fear as well. No woman left behind. Love that's it. what I tell myself every day, every, every time I have to wake up at, in, in ungodly hours, because yeah, I yeah. still, I still give lectures and teach to um, uh, women in Indonesia, which is uh, six, seven hours uh, on a different time zone to where I yeah. am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do, um, and I teach um, women in, in Nigeria as well. Uh, and I love listening to their context. People in Nigeria, they speak good English. But, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they have completely different contexts. They have different hurdles. And I love listening to this. And I, and even in, in some respect, um, similar hurdles, uh, for example, in dealing with uh, government uh, relations and stuff to uh, fellow developing countries. So I imagine if there is a LinkedIn for women, but the ones that is not too, you know, not, not, not so high, high level, but us in the grassroots level, we can exchange stories about, oh, this is how I got my district uh, or, or council person to approve on my project. And this is, this is how I, so I can imagine if there is a grassroots uh, female focus uh, community um, we don't have to reinvent the wheel in every uh, in every country we can just you know do this do this and you know we're the best at doing that you know uh, oh I know the best nail salon and I know <laughs> so I want to use that power of uh, juicy knowledge exchange yeah but for but for impact no, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, this has been a really good conversation. And um, I know that there has been quite a lot of nuggets that have been taken from this by the audience for sure. Now you have yeah. to let everybody know how they can get in contact with you. Oh, just go to Rebecca Lapard, uh, double C. You have to spell P. that out though. So, oh, that perfect. Yeah. Yeah. RebeccaLapard.com. Okay. And see what, what I'm up to. Um, and honestly, even if you want to talk to me just to vent, um, there's, there's, a, there's a button there to contact me. Even just to vent. Tell me. Tell me where it hurts. 
and I'll and I'll tell you and I'll tell you how to punch them back. <laughs> <laughs> and just in case, because I don't I don't think it went all the way across, but like um can you spell la part again? People can have that. So it's uh Rebecca with double C. Leopard is uh L uh, as mm -hmm. in London. So L E P P A R D. Perfect. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So we're at that part of the show where we do our mm -hmm. um tradition and it's to fill in the blanks. So are yeah. you ready? Okay. Yeah. So the first one is if I am fearless, I will. Run for office. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know which one. country though. <laughs> Does it matter? Does it? <laughs> okay. Okay. And the next one is to me, fearless freedom means. Means having a choice and taking the chance. Whatever in whatever aspect. And I know that our freedom of choice has been chipped away. Oh, yes. Big time. Big time. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a one heavy. That's one another heavy whole there. conversation. Ah, absolutely. Our conversations, I should say. And then um, the last one is my battle cry is. Oh. Uh, it's Beyonce and the gang all the way. I'm a survivor. I'm gonna oh, make it. it. <laughs> <laughs> fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Well, I thank you for um, the shift in time because I know it's like super early in the morning for you. Um, you know, it, it's it's not as early for me, but I just, I could totally understand what you're doing there because there are times when I have things that I got to do um, on US time and I'm up in the middle of the night too. So <laughs> I can totally understand. <laughs> yeah. Oh and in gosh. an hour, I'm teaching a class as well. Oh so, my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's yeah, crazy. So, yeah. 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 And, and yeah, again, people keep asking Rebecca, why, why are you doing this <laughs> for what? <laughs> no it's well you just have a, a vision no you have a vision yeah so no women why. left behind no i love absolutely. it absolutely i have a vision because i'm wearing my empower women empower women t-shirt oh <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> yes awesome awesome Preach. awesome 